Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, Bitcoin price gains 4%. Pre-Fed as MicroStrategy vows to protect Bitcoin from a $21,000 crash. That's right. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis. And as shared here by Gert Van Lagen, what happened last time the Fed came up with a lot of subsequent rate hikes after being zero for a long time. Bitcoin entered the 2017 bull market. And as Rec Capital shares here, Bitcoin is now testing a multi-week resistance. Break this and the multi-week downtrend is over and Bitcoin will enjoy upside. And as shared here by Mikhail Bandepop, breakout around the corner for Bitcoin. And as Plan B shares here, original $55,000 stock to flow model made in March of 2019 seems to fit the current data better than later. $100,000 model update. Others suggested and implemented a stock to flow model based on average stock to flow ratio, which smooths the jumps after the halvings. Let's see what Bitcoin will do in the next two years. Now check this out. MicroStrategy has bought 4,827 Bitcoin in quarter one. They now hodl 129,000 200 Bitcoin, never selling, bruh. And as Max Kaiser shares here in response to this FUD article entitled, El Salvador's Bitcoin bond reportedly hasn't lured a single investor and markets are bracing for a default on conventional debt. Here's what Max had to share. I'm sitting in San Salvador right now at a table having lunch with several investors who have a combined $2 billion interest in El Salvador's $1 billion proposed offering of Bitcoin bonds. Also in today's show, they didn't see it coming. Podcaster Joe Rogan sees Bitcoin as a viable form of currency. Quoting him here, Bitcoin reminds me of the early internet. They try to stop it and now it is a viable currency. Also in today's show, billionaire Paul Tudor Jones warns of economic disaster and says it's not hard to be a crypto bull. Currently, as he shares here in this new interview with CNBC Squawk Box, it's hard not to want to be long on crypto because of the intellectual capital that's going into that space. Right now, I am modestly invested and I would think that it's going to have a bright future as we roll through through these rate hikes. Also in today's show, Bitcoin can still ignite a parabolic rally to $100,000 this year, according to top crypto analysts, and explains how. That's right, according to Credible Crypto, the lack of bullish momentum is setting up Bitcoin for one final push above $100,000. Quoting him here, I'm expecting $100,000 for the fifth wave, and when it does complete, wherever that may be, above $100,000, I think we'll probably fall somewhere between $100,000 and $200,000, realistically, whilst we'll be taking a look Look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, Bitcoin, Ether, many of the major alts are back pumping and in the green. But where's the Bitcoin price likely to go next? Find out all this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. 
CryptoNewsAlert.net. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. How's it going, crypto fam? Make some noise in the live chat. The Bitcoin saw classic choppy price action this morning on May 4th, with hours to go before fresh Federal Reserve queues. And right here, looking at the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart. Now, data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro and TradingView followed Bitcoin as it bounced between support and resistance after hitting 37600 on Tuesday evening. Now, a subsequent bounce back saw the Bitcoin slash USD pair clip $39,000 at the time of this recording, providing relief to the low timeframe traders at 4.1% off the lows. Now, more broadly, however, Bitcoin stayed range-bound and beholden to macro triggers as markets embrace for Fed-induced volatility. The two-day meeting of the Federal Open Market Committee and press conference was due to begin at 2 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday. And with little comfort to the bulls, some turned to historical comparisons. The start of the Fed's previous cycle of key interest rate hikes in 2015 proved the turning point for Bitcoin price strength, this culminating in the December 2017 blow-off top. As pointed out here, what happened last time the Fed came up with a lot of subsequent rate hikes after being zero for a long time, Bitcoin entered the 2017 bull market. But what do we remember, though? Bitcoin entered bear market in 2018 when the Fed kept increasing their rate, after which the Fed rate dropped to zero again and Bitcoin started its bull market in 2019. And as Rec Capital shares here, Bitcoin is now testing a multi-week resistance. Break this and the multi-week downtrend is over and Bitcoin will enjoy upside. Send it. Let's freaking go. Now elsewhere, amid growing calls for a capitulation style event to put in a fresh macro bottom, contingency plans were also becoming conspicuously more vocal. That's right. MicroStrategy, the company with the world's largest Bitcoin corporate treasury, went as far to say that would up its Bitcoin buys in such a scenario. Speaking on its quarter one earnings, call, Fong Li, the firm's president and chief financial officer, also revealed the conditions under which it would receive a margin call on his Bitcoin collateralized loan. Quoting him here, as far as where Bitcoin needs to fall, we took out the loan at a 25% loan to value. The margin call occurs 50% loan to value. So essentially, Bitcoin needs to cut in half or around 21000 before we'd have a margin call, he said, and also shared the following. That said, before it gets to 50%, we can contribute more Bitcoin to the collateral package so it never gets there so we don't ever get into a situation of March call. Also, now MicroStrategy thus appeared to state that it would actively support Bitcoin markets during a major capitulation. And as crypto analyst Mikhail Van Pop shares here, breakout around the corner for Bitcoin and checking out the latest from Plan B, creator of the Bitcoin stock to flow model. Yesterday, he shared this poll. He asked, Bitcoin's bottom and 36.8% of you said will be in between 30 and $35,000. 27% of you said between 20 and 30,000. 24% of you said it's behind us. And 11% of you said will be between the zero and $20,000 range. And as he shares here, Bitcoin April close RSI is 52. Will we drop below 50 like in 2011, 2014, and 2018? Or will RSI go less deep because of the top was not that very high? Note that RSI 45 would imply Bitcoin $26,000. And this morning he updated us here. Original $55,000 stock the flow model made in March 2019 seems to fit the current data better than later $100,000 model update. Others suggested and implemented a stock the flow model based on average stock to flow ratio, which smooths the jumps after the halvings. Let's see what Bitcoin will do in the next two years. And someone responded, so next halving, basically, and Plan B responded, indeed, to be honest, I don't care if we average 55000 or $100,000 this cycle. My eyes are on the 2024 halving. A 10x move is not ruled out and indeed expected by stock to flow models in the next four years. 
good enough for me. And someone asked him, what happens with sub $10,000 Bitcoin in 2023? Plan B responded, nah, we are closer to $100,000 than $10,000. Phew. Preach. And as Max Kaiser shares here in response to this FUD article titled by Markets Insider, which reads, El Salvador's Bitcoin bond reportedly hasn't lured a single investor and markets are bracing for a default on conventional debt. Max Kaiser responded, I'm sitting in San Salvador right now at a table having lunch with several investors who have a combined $2 billion interest in El Salvador's $1 billion proposed offering of Bitcoin bonds. And he also shares here, Max and Stacy orange-pilled Cuba. Check out this article. Ironically, for Lucia, it was the socialist state propaganda that showed her how to obtain personal freedom, not the hundreds of millions of dollars that the United States has spent on democracy promotion in Cuba since the 1990s. And before I break down next story of the day, they didn't see it coming. Podcaster Joe Rogan sees Bitcoin as a viable form of currency. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, Bitcoin, Ether, many of the major alts are currently pumping back in the green, with Bitcoin up 1.2% for the day, trading at around $39,000, while Ether is up about three quarters of a percent, trading just under $2,900, while Polkadot, Avalanche, Binance Coin, Cardano, Luna, and XRP are all pumping and in the green, while Solana and Dogecoin are correcting and in the red. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Popular podcaster Joe Rogan, he gets Bitcoin. In his most recent podcast with Khalil Roundtree, a renowned mixed martial artist, Rogan explained that Bitcoin is something that the government didn't see coming. Quoting him here, I think a Bitcoin in the same way I think of the early internet, they, the government, didn't see it coming. And now it's a viable form of currency you can actually buy things with. Rogan explained that there will be a time when some government will implement a centralized currency that they could control, referring to CBDCs with the intention to limit what you can spend your money on. Bitcoin is outside of government control as it's a decentralized and permissionless payment network. Rogan is a vocal Bitcoin supporter, having first spoken about the world's largest crypto back in 2014. Rogan explained to Andreas Antonopoulos in 2016 that he was all in on Team Bitcoin when the price was under $1,000. So shout out and kudos to Joe Rogan. Now, while 2021 was the year that popular celebrities clamored for crypto as well as NFTs, Joe Rogan's conviction for Bitcoin ossified and evolved. Rogan has ventured deeper down the Bitcoin rabbit hole. In only January of this year, Rogan had hope for Bitcoin, but explained it could still fall apart. And in yesterday's MMA podcast, Rogan's conviction, it shined. The Joe Rogan experience is Spotify's most popular show, reportedly reaching over 11 million listeners per episode. Now, Anthony Pompliano claims that his show is bigger than Fox News and CNN combined. That, my friend, is a fact. Now, his MMA podcast is part of the experience, and Khalil Roundtree has been a previous guest. In the YouTube excerpt, which focuses on Bitcoin, Roundtree shares his Bitcoin awakening, discussing how his family never had generational wealth before BTC. Now, Roundtree is an American mixed martial artist who currently competes in the light heavyweight division of the Ultimate Fighting Championship, better known as the UFC. While admitting he's not a tech or finance guy, he is excited about the technology and attended Bitcoin Miami 2022. Now, Roundtree cited the North Korean defector, China Yanomi Park, a speaker at the Bitcoin Miami conference who escaped the regime thanks to Bitcoin and its freedom properties. Now, YouTube comments on the episode are hopeful that Jack Mahler's, the CEO of Strike, will be featured soon, or the ex CEO of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, or better yet, 
Michael Saylor. Let's check out some of these responses. Bingo. Now you know why Bitcoin was invented and you know the competition. Bitcoin is not competing against altcoins. It's competing against the entire financial apparatus, the most powerful cartel on the planet. Bitcoin is an entirely new monetary system built for the people, not the state. And as BitDaddy shares here, he's got it. Now he needs Michael Saylor on to clean up. In which this person responded, exactly right. Michael Saylor going on the Joe Rogan podcast is the next big catalyst for increased awareness and adoption of Bitcoin as most sound money in the world or the SEC allowing the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust to convert to a spot. ETF. Now, the Bitcoin Awakening video has already been viewed by over 100,000 times, while Joe Rogan is still at the top of the Spotify United States podcast charts. And before I break down next story of the day, billionaire Paul Tudor Jones warns of economic disaster and says it's not hard to be a crypto bull currently. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap, sitting just under $1.8 trillion with $83 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. The current Bitcoin dominance is 42.4%, with the Ether dominance at 19.7%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours, we have Curved Out Token leading the pack, up 16.5%, trading at $2.45, followed by Tron up 10.6%, trading just above $0.08, cents, followed by Rune up 8.6%, trading at $6.87. And now checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week. You can see a sea of red with just a handful in the green, including Hex up 42%, Tron up 24%, and XDC up 21%. And now checking out one of my favorite indicators is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows we're currently rated a 21 out of 100 in extreme fear. Yesterday was a 27 in fear, last week a 21, and last month a 52, which is neutral. And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, extreme fear can be a sign. Investors are too worried. That can be a great buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Hedge fund billionaire Paul Tudor Jones is warning of a steep financial test in advance of the Federal Reserve's upcoming rate hike meeting on Wednesday. In a new interview with CNBC, Jones says that the U.S. economy is facing its biggest test since the 1970s and compares the challenges facing the Fed to an ocean-faring ship encountering cross-currents in open waters. Quitting him here, I think this is one of the most challenging periods ahead for the Federal Reserve Board in its history. I don't know if we've ever navigated something like this. We've just never seen anything like this since the 70s. It is really uncharted waters. I like to think of it as a crosshatch ocean. Normally in the ocean, you'll have one swell that moves one direction. Occasionally, you'll get a situation where two swells intersect. Now imagine trying to navigate that in a boat where you're dealing with this. Swells coming from different directions. That's what we've got right now. Now, the billionaire who heads investment management firm, Tudor Investment Corporation, says the combination of rising inflation and contracting economic growth poses a significant test for the Fed, which is expected to raise interest rates tomorrow. Tudor Jones thinks the overall environment is also treacherous for the average investor. As he shares here, you can't think of a worse environment than where we are right now for financial assets. Clearly, you don't want to own bonds and stocks. I think we're in one of those very difficult periods where simple capital preservation is the most important thing we can strive for. I don't know if it's going to be one of those periods where you are actually trying to make money. Now, looking forward to the future, the investor mentions the generational divide regarding new technologies like Web3 and says that the smartest and brightest minds that are coming out of the colleges today are interested in cryptocurrencies. As he shares here, it's not hard to want to be long on crypto because of the intellectual capital, just the sheer amount that's going into that space. It is a borderless internet where all of a sudden you have blockchain as a verification code to allow anyone on the internet to instantly connect. And then that opens up huge 
possibilities. Clearly, central banks and central governments are not going to necessarily be huge fans of that, particularly when it comes to using crypto as a means of exchange. And regarding his own stake in digital assets, the billionaire shared the following, I've got my modest allocation to crypto. I have a trading position on top of that that goes from fully invested to zero. Right now, I am modestly invested, and I would think that it's going to have a bright future as we roll through these rate hikes. A lot of it depends on what our central bank does and how serious we are about fighting inflation. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the legendary billionaire investor, Paul Tudor Jones. But all right, now let's break down our final story of the day. A closely followed crypto trader is predicting a parabolic rally for the king crypto this year, despite Bitcoin's lack of bullish momentum as of late. That's right. In a new strategy session, Credible Crypto tells his 329,000 Twitter followers that a lot of Bitcoin traders are expecting the king crypto to continue correcting and sweep the range lows at 28K. As he shares here, the ex expectations for the sweep of these lows the same way that we swept these highs at $69,000 is a very logical one. And even if we were to make such a move, our structure remains intact. We still have a high, a low, a higher high, and a higher low. I still expect continuation. And although the crypto analyst believes a move to 28000 is within the realm of possibility, he sees Bitcoin taking another route. As he shares here, in strong uptrends, we tend to see higher lows formed and we tend to not get these, what we would normally be very seemingly obvious sweeps of key levels during aggressive uptrends. Again, in 2017, examples of that are plenty. And according to the crypto strategist, the lack of bullish momentum is setting up Bitcoin for one final push above $100,000. Quoting him here, I'm expecting $100,000 for the fifth wave. And when it does complete, wherever that may be above $100,000, I think we'll probably fall somewhere between $100,000 and $200,000 realistically. But the point being is that these lows that are built up, we don't need to take them now. We can very well continue up for the fifth wave. Now, Credible Crypto is a popular practitioner of the Elliott Wave Theory, a technical analysis approach that predicts future price action by following crowd psychology that tends to manifest in waves. And according to the theory, the fifth wave is the final rally of an uptrend. Send it. And as for how Bitcoin could revitalize this bullish momentum, Credible says that the same traders that are expecting Bitcoin to drop to 28000 will fuel the rally to $100,000 once they realize it may not dip where they want. As he shares here, the way that we get these crazy insane rallies that extend longer than one would expect is when people have a chase price to the upside because they're not getting the ideal entries that they want. Oftentimes, the way we get these parabolic advances and aggressive runs is because the people that are waiting on the sidelines for this type of move to drop to 28000 end up not getting it. And by the time we are breaking out, now they are forced to buy higher. And that sort of aggressive buying, chasing prices is what leads to those irrational runs to the upside. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding Credible Crypto's $100,000 to $200,000 Bitcoin price prediction for this cycle? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode, we have La Barrera who wrote, ETH is going to have a triple halving. Ish is going to go absolutely bonkers. ETH, let's freaking go. I'm all for it. Send it. Hoddle. And our next featured comment comes from Peter Davies, who wrote, as the two major drawdowns in recent times have been 50 and 55%, I find it hard to believe if it gets to a hundred to $200,000 Bitcoin price, that would ever drop as low as 30000 again or anywhere near. Great point. Peter agreed. If we did hit $100,000, let's say, then I wouldn't expect a crash back down to $30,000 ever again either. Forty to $50,000 crash is more realistic. And our third and final featured comment comes from the Coin Father, JV. Thanks for keeping us all informed. The Coin Father is 
back from Las Vegas NFL draft by popular demand. I am bullish on digital assets right now. It's the time to get in and hodl. It'll be a bumpy ride up to the higher highs, but you will not regret it in 10, 20, and 30 years from now. No one has ever bought and held Bitcoin for four years and lost. Welcome back, fam. Loving your bullish vibes, bruh. Bitcoin to the moon. Send it. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop me a comment right down below.